eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Mark calling signals. Play fake. Rolls right. Oh. Gets sacked by Michael Strahan. And Favre ran right into him. It almost looked like it was a design play. you got to be kidding. They're buddies. Strahan's got the record, Favre kneeling over, talking to him. He faked the handoff, rolled right, and then just slid down in front of Strahan. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to the warm-up show. You got Flelo, Lepresti, and Fliegeman hanging out to the top of the hour. Boomer and Jerry along then on a Wednesday morning. So we kicked it off with a little hard knocks, a little Jets football. So we'll go the other way here, stick with the NFL. So on one end, you've got the Jets all positive, Aaron Rodgers, everybody's all in, great stuff. And then how about what's going on with the Washington Commanders? In a summer, by the way, where it was positive, new ownership comes in, Dan Snyder out. All of a sudden, attendance is up at training camp. Fans are excited. They're into it. There's a lot of positivity, positive vibes surrounding that franchise. Well, of course, they brought in Eric Bieniemy as their offensive coordinator this offseason. And he was going to kind of, you know, retool the offense and turn things around. You got a young quarterback in Sam Howell. Bieniemy obviously brings the resume and the track record from Kansas City, all those good things. Well, some of the quotes coming out of uh, the D.C. area yesterday, wherever the heck they do there, I think it's Northern Virginia, do their, their camp. Um, little eyebrow raising, I would say, and it kind of began with Ron Rivera talking about how some players have already expressed concern over the enemy's intensity and have maybe a little too hard on the players. And then he, of course, came out later in the day and kind of, hey, that's who I am. You know, I'm going to be their biggest critic, but their biggest fan as well. And you just wonder how that situation is going to play out as they move forward here where, yes, he's been an offensive coordinator, but we all know under the Andy Reid umbrella, this is really his first chance to do it on his own in the spotlight, and you've already got some rumblings coming out of Washington. Well, what I would love to know is how different what he's doing now with Washington is from how things were run in Kansas City. I mean, that's a guy coming from, yes, again, he was not fully in charge of that offense. He had the title, but that's, I mean, that's Andy Reid's offense, his system. Yeah, how differently is he running things right now? Because if it's similar, and Chiefs players did come out 
and defend the right, enemy him up. and say to the, almost the guys in the commanders, like, hey, you know, it's tough, but put in the work, you know, he's got your back, he's your guy, he's going to get you to where you need to be. Is this the enemy maybe going a little too far in his first chance to, you know, run an offense? Or are these just kind of soft commanders players that aren't used to being coached where, hard, right, yeah. where they shouldn't be? Maybe they've just been let off a little too easy in the last couple of years. And what they have is a guy who is coming off of a Super Bowl victory, has another one in the last few years, and this is a guy who's actually won telling you, hey, this is how you should do things, coming from an offense with Mahomes and Tyree Kill used to be there and and Kelsey and all the weapons that they've had and they've developed. I, you know, I, I'm sure the truth lies somewhere in the middle, but Agreed, right now yeah. my gut leans to tell me that this commander's team, a little bit soft. I would agree. Now on the defensive side, they've got Jack Del Rio there who – I would say he's probably a guy that gets after his players a little bit. Now, the point Ron Rivera made yesterday was he's like, you know, Jack has a way of doing things, but I think he also has figured out how to learn the players and kind of take the alternate route to get to them. And the point he was making himself, maybe BNB doesn't quite have that experience yet, but I mean, it's not like he's brand new to doing this and it is now his show. Now you want to say, okay, this is how we did in Kansas City. That's all well and good. We'd all agree the commanders don't have the type of personnel that the Chiefs do. So they feel like there's got to be probably, like you said, the truth lies somewhere in the middle. There's got to be uh, probably a little bit of a compromise there. So I'm curious to see because, remember, this is a guy that people have felt for years they couldn't quite understand why he wasn't getting head coaching opportunities. He was getting the interviews and then was ultimately being passed over. And he just wondered personality-wise, for whatever reason, not to say he's wrong, like I always, honestly, when I was playing, I responded better to a coach that got after you a little bit. And I'm dealing with that with my son right now, age of seven, playing football for the first time. And he's not used to, you know, loud, not even to say criticism, but loud, tough coaching, a little tough love. So, and in this day and age with the way kids are being raised and growing up and the college experience now, and the way the NFL is, is treating players and handling things now. Boomer's alluded to this much different than the way he used to do things. Biennemi has that old school feel, and it seems like right out of the gate here, it's maybe rubbing some guys the wrong way. Yeah, but for all those reasons you just listed, it's why I'm leaning towards siding with, yeah, I hey, Biennemi's not doing yeah. anything unfair here. These players need to grow up. Like Boomer talked about how different the training camp used to be with the two-a-days, and now, you know, I wonder with how the NFL runs now, is there really anything any coach can do that is actually pushing any of these players too hard or too far? And my gut would say no, especially when you do have a head coach there in Ron Rivera who's been there for so many years and he had the experience with the Panthers and even Del Rio. He's probably off to the side with the defense, but they probably have a good enough sense of what's going on a with the entire experience team. On if that anything staff. was so bad, somebody probably would have nipped it in the bud by now. So my gut tells me, yeah, you know what? These commanders players, if you're looking at that roster and saying, hey, you know what, there's a lot of talent there if they put it together. Not that they could threaten to win the NFC East, but they're not a pushover. This is a team that was only a game and a half behind the Giants last year. Like they, and they were right with them in two games. They were competitive. But if you're wondering, ah, well, are they maybe able to take that jump? They have a lot of talent, even without the quarterback. This story right now, with this being their mentality, would make me think, no, they can't. They're not going to be good enough or tough enough to get past the Giants, Cowboys, or Eagles, all three teams who are clearly better. It seems like this team doesn't even have that extra something inside of themselves. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. To compete with those teams. And this is that fine line where, you know, we love to criticize all these coaches. They never say anything. They're so calculated. And here's Ron Rivera giving you an honest answer yesterday where he essentially says, yeah, I mean, our offensive coordinator is not exactly connecting with some of these guys right now. Uh, And I just, you know, experienced coach, experienced staff. Obviously, they've gone through a ton of off-the-field stuff, and finally they've kind of pushed beyond that. And and now here you go, basically less than two weeks after the new ownership, the breath of fresh air, everything's all well and good, positivity upside. Not to say that it was was negative and pessimistic yesterday. Like, I think the quotes probably read worse than they sound, and we'll play them later on. You hear from Rivera and Eric Biennemi as well uh, once we get started with Boomer and Jerry. Um, But we just, you know, we love – we. we're waiting for somebody to say something, and then as soon as they do, it's like, oh, well, what is that? But they got problems there. We're going to criticize them. We're going to talk about it here. We're going to debate. We're going to discuss. We're going to analyze. So you can understand why these guys don't ever want to say anything. And listen, we always also like are hankering for that old school mentality. Those, mm-hmm. You know, the the guys who are a little tougher on the players. We hate how now they have to kind of or feel like they need to be their best friend. It's something that right out of the gate, day one, week one, Brian Dayball, it looked like he found that perfect balance when he's talking to Daniel Jones on the sideline in Tennessee. It's something Jets fans have been critical of Robert Sala of. I know Joe Beningo being a, a main you know, part of this yeah, saying too nice a guy. Sala's probably too nice. He wants to be their buddy. You do have to find the right middle ground if you're a coach, and right now it seems like the enemy is not doing that. He wants to be too much you know, hard-nosed coach, not enough friend. Like There is not hand-holding or coddling, but you have to you have to make the player think that you're on his side, and ultimately as the coach, you should be on his side to an extent of you guys want to go out there and win together. But yeah, this modern generation of players, especially the ones coming fresh out of college, that commander's team is a young team. These are a lot of guys who are 22 to 25 years old. A lot of them are born in the 2000s, as scary as that is to think. You do have to almost convince them that you're their friend before you start teaching them. It's not right. It's not fair to be enemy. It's the way to get through them and get them If you want to be a successful coach now, it's the garbage you have to put up with. This is one of the quotes, which we'll play a little bit later on. This is from Biennemi. I'm always going to be loud, always going to be vocal, always going to demand from my leaders, if I ain't doing my job, my ass gets fired. It's my job and my responsibility to make sure I'm getting our guys to do what I'm expecting them to do. So You wonder how much of that is because they don't have a clear-cut quarterback and one of the guys in the running, the guy we expect to get the job, is young. Because when you say leaders, the quarterback is expected to be one of those offensive leaders. Yeah. And because they don't have the veteran running the ship, I wonder if that makes his entire approach a little bit tougher. And they've got Jacoby Brissett there, who, you know, he we've seen what he is, a guy that can certainly step in and start games and do a decent job, but not a guy you're probably going to build with or roll with for an entire season unless there's an injury or some and sort of thing. And seemingly not the guy they up. want to roll with. They're. Yeah, no, they're, yeah, they drafted they said Sam, Sam Howell is going to be the quarterback. Rivera did in the offseason. Yeah. They want him to run away with this job. I mean, I know it's a fifth-round pick, but they did invest a pick in him. And, yeah, that's that's always what you're hoping for. And they've got some you know, they've got some young talent on offense. You know, we know, we, we, like, Brian Robinson Jr. was an interesting story last year with what happened with him in training camp and, you know, the shooting incident. And you kind of started to see what he could be towards the tail end of the season once he got back and kicked it in gear. But uh, And McLaurin and Dotson, yeah, especially I mean, they McLaurin, have, those are – that's a 
Curtis scary Samuel was hurt a lot last right. year when he's helping. I mean, they have some pieces there, so it'll be curious to see how uh, the enemy brings it all together. All right, we'll do a little bit of baseball on the other side, less about the specifics of last night's Yankee game, but I was kind of just thinking as the rest of this season goes. And I know the Yankees are still over 500, but if for some reason things kind of fall apart, we could be staring at something we haven't seen in over 30 years here in New York. So we'll talk about that on the other side. You got Flea Low in the warm up show, Boomer and Jerry coming up at the top of the hour here on The Fan.